And we're live. Thank you guys for coming once again. I just got through uh, recording a uh, current events podcast, actually. I figured it was a, the best idea to kind of pile them up together. So um, the podcast is kind of just 30 minutes earlier than it, than it usually is. So this bit is where I talk to guests. And the first guest I have here, I hope I'm, I hope I have everything straight. Uh, just trying to figure out the equipment and how it all functions and all that good stuff. Um, sorry for the wait, guys. Just rearranging things. Okay, so the first person on the list is Verdin the Goddess. Are you there, Verdin? Yes. How's it going? I, I I don't think I've talked to you before, have I, on here? No, no, you haven't. I'm uh, first podcast. Yay. Yay. So, uh, what religion were you originally? Are you still religious, or? No, absolutely not. Uh, but I was originally Christian. Okay. So, what happened? Like, how did you find your way out? Well, the first the first thing that happened was I was discovering myself as far as like my sexual orientation went. Sure. And so, well, that conflicted with the particular sect of Christianity that I was in, which is Church of Christ. Oh, really? Church of Christ? <sighs> yes. Okay. I have, I have some uh, bones to pick with them, but that's for later. But um, basically what happened was, as I was figuring that out, mm. right, I began to, like, really start to hate myself. And so I'd, like, be praying to God, like, you know, change me shit sure but eventually eventually i realized that god wasn't changing me so i just either you know god didn't have a problem with it and that it was never wrong or anything like that had to be the only option right because sure. god would have cured me cured so to speak sure and so i began to like look into the bible and you know look more into like the actual greek and stuff and regardless of whether or not i was correct i came to the conclusion at least for myself that it wasn't actually originally condemned right and that, that kind of opened the door for me to begin to question things on a larger scale like eventually i began to question evolution and i realized hey this might be a real thing right this might actually be what's going on here it's right. not you know uh, creationism and so eventually because of that that kind of led me to just question the religion as a whole Right. Interesting. So how old are you now? You don't have to say if you don't want. I'm, I'm 15. I'm completely fine with letting people know that. Okay. So how do your parents feel about, do they know that you kind of left? Or? They, they do. They do know that I'm no longer a part of church and they also know that I'm gay and they are not very happy about it at all. I bet. I mean, has it gotten really difficult lately? How long ago did all this it's, go down? This, it's been going on for two years and it's, it's still, it's only gotten like a little better not like very much better right well that's really interesting well i'd say not too much longer and you can be out on your own you know a few more years yeah and you know. about like well considering that considering that i'm 15 now i'm surprisingly i was held back in like preschool and shit like that uh because right. i was not really because i was stupid but i never uh my mom just wanted me to stay another time sure, my because, brother like, was held back in kindergarten it happens yeah. all the time and so I'm, you know, I'm 15, but I'm in a freshman in high school. So technically, I could be out on my own as a senior if I wanted to. Yeah, 
I did. I mean, I was out on my own actually as a junior. It was not easy, and I did end up dropping out. But uh, I don't know. I mean, are, are things going okay for you? Or is it tolerable? Or it's there's moments where it's tolerable, and then there's moments where it's not. Right. Um, to say the least, my family, you know, gets it's still gets into my head a lot. Yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't make it a very easy. It, yeah. Yeah, I, I I know what you mean. Although, you know, honestly, I it's something I couldn't possibly understand, not having been in that situation. I guess I'm lucky that I didn't have to question my sexual orientation or any of that other stuff because, I, you know, that would have just made my life that much more difficult. But, um, I, you know, I'm yeah. glad that you've come to accept who you are, uh, you know, and... and and move forward from that point because it, it sucks even worse denying who you are. I can tell you that for sure. Yeah. The, um, the only thing I struggle with though, like the, like I would get that I'm, you know, gay and I'm like, yeah, that's true. But like I said, my family still gets into my head sometimes. And sometimes I still feel like there's, you know, something wrong with me. And then, sure. you know, it, it just, it, it gets it, you know, it gets to you. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. That's why it's super important for you to take part in a community of people who understands. That's so yes. important, you know. Somebody who el somebody else who's in that same situation. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's pretty rough, though, man. Uh, but it sounds like you're handling it okay. Yeah, for the most part. Oh, that's good. So, um, tell me, like, can you give me an example of the strangest, most bizarre thing about the Church of Christ that you can think uh, of? The strangest, most bizarre thing. Ooh, this is. Well, the, I guess one of the strangest. They're like one of the only churches that will will refuse to to use music in their worship services. Right. Uh, and I've and I've actually heard that. Uh, it like it's it's very borderline cult. It, it really depends on which church across you go to, whether yeah. or not it's just borderline or if it is. Yeah. Like the one my mom used to go to when she was really little, uh, they basically condemned you if you were a cheerleader or anything of that sort. And that goes for you know female cheerleaders, not like you know being just like if you were right. a cheerleader in general, you were you know that that was a sin or whatever. That's intense. They were, yeah, and um, I think she actually said one time that they had actually got some some boys who had done something. I can't remember. She said she remembered that they had gotten into some trouble, and they, like, just called them out in front of the entire congregation. Jeez, man, that's insane. That's one of their tactics is shaming people. You know, yes. get, get them out oh, there can, in front of everyone and shame them. I can right give here. you an example that, while it doesn't really affect, I mean, but, like, I can completely relate to this one, and that is that this hap actually happened with the church that I'm still forced to go to now. Mm. But um, there was a lesbian couple who were, attending church there and that when the, when the elders found out that they were you know a, a couple they basically just bombarded them and basically just uh continuously shamed them they did it publicly but they mm. did it privately you know telling yep. them oh this is wrong here's the scriptures you know you're gonna go burn hell or whatever if you keep it up and so eventually they separated and i think one of them just got with uh i think one of them is married to a, a guy now which, um, which really sucks because, you know, there there was 
obviously something between them. And then these, sure. these people came in and, you know, told them you, this is wrong. And eventually this woman who, I don't know if she was, she might not necessarily have been lesbian, right? She might've been bisexual, but sure. either way, it definitely sucks because if she was lesbian and she ended up marrying a dude that was definitely against her own volition, that was, Oh yeah. Because they basically forced her to. Yeah. I hate to see that kind of thing, man. People denying who they are on the inside. That will eat you from the inside out, seriously. That will just destroy you, you know? Hiding who you are like that. That is a shame. <laughs> I'm I'm just lucky in the sense that like as far as the denying part, that was yeah. that was very quick for me because if it wasn't, it would have been very intense because I was extremely homophobic, so it, it really Really wasn't. Oh, that's yes. interesting. Uh, you know the uh, sh- um, kind of a sense of subject, but you remember the terrorist attack that happened at that, uh, what was it, the Pulse nightclub back in? Yeah, I do. I remember Orlando. that. Yeah. I remember when that happened. I had absolutely no sympathy for them. I was just like, well, this, like, they I, deserve I was, it and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I was, you know, I didn't really give two shits. I even told my mom, ah, oh, this is probably just some publicity stunt. So right. That, they so that they'll make you feel bad for him. I'm like, and now that I look back at that, I'm like, damn. I, uh, That's cold hearted, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, I I don't think that I like. There are different levels of hatred that that religion inspires in you, right? And I don't think that I had that level of hatred for homophobia, or I'm sorry, for gay people. I didn't have that level of homophobia when I was in religion, but I had that level of hate for other things, other types of people, like apostates and things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's so fascinating to look back on our lives now and see. It really is like, how the, how the hell did I go from I know. And sometimes, I, you know, I think that I kind of have to think, you know, if I wasn't the way that I was, I don't really think that I would ever have really, you know, began to really question as a whole. And hell, I'd probably still be where I was two years ago, yeah. being homophobic and shit. So I'm kind of, you think? Kind of glad I turned out the way that I am. You think you never would have moved on that issue? I, I don't think I would have because I was very, very deeply religious. Like, mm. I remember I was watching like I was basically Ken Ham. I guess I was basically a very young Ken Ham. Right. To put it simply. <laughs> That's intense. Yes. That's pretty funny. Well, I appreciate you coming on and talking to me, man. That's been really interesting. Hey, it's been a pleasure to come on. All right. I'll talk to you next time, okay? All right. Bye. All right. Yeah, that's fascinating, man. Um, From what I've heard, now I have a really good friend who is ex-Church of Christ, Joris. Uh, He has explained to me that... Ken Ham is like an idol to them. You know, they're just nuts about the guy. They're always going on about, oh, Ken Ham, Ken Ham. All his arguments are so smart. He's so smart. Everything about him, you know. And they go to the Creationist Museum, quote unquote, museum, and all that other good stuff. Um, I know they take it pretty, I know they take uh, Ken Ham pretty seriously. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's, that's pretty interesting. So the next person on the list, I believe, was Shara Moss. C H Shara S Moss. Hey, can you hear me? Are you there? Hello, can you hear me? I can, although I'm getting an echo. Do you happen to have it pulled up on your end by chance? Yeah, I've done my abs uh let me try to get out of my game. Okay. Okay. Alright, no problem. There's, not much I 
can do. I've tried for literal months to fix this. Really? Oh man, that's yeah. right. Well, it 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 appears to have gone away at this point, oh. so it, I think it's good. So as far as I, I think you've been on here before, haven't you? Yes, I have. Okay, so remind me then. Um, what, what religion were you originally? Are you still religious, or actually, that was something we never talked about. And oh, really? Um, okay, that's why I don't my, remember. My mom was never well. She was religious at one point, I mm. believe, Christian, but I'm uncertain. And uh, she left the religion before even my sister was born. So when okay. I was born, uh, I was not technically in a religion, but my mom still tried to like offer me all of the options in our town and allow me to make my own opinion. Okay. And I eventually decided though no religions make any sense. Okay. In fact, I remember one day on a, a Sunday school, there was this person pretending to be the Virgin Mary, and I allowed said, you cannot be because they were old. Really? That, was my that is so awesome, man. Uh, I'm really glad to hear that, like, your mom didn't really push it on you or anything, just kind of let you decide like that. Yeah. So how do you feel about that method? Like, do you think that's a good way to do it? You're not religious yeah. now, are you? No, I never was. Okay, okay. I, even, like, little five-year-old me realized it was bullshit. Right. So. <laughs> that's awesome. That's really good to hear. So your mom wasn't really religious at all then, right, you said? Not or Not within my lifetime okay yeah so when i was in college i was just talking about um my college professor how he was atheist right and of course being a college professor that's something that's kind of risky to talk about especially in like a you know a super religious state like west virginia and so I'm sitting there one day in class, and he said, we're talking, of course, it's psychology. He's a psychology professor. And he's talking about how one of his favorite writers said, we shouldn't call children a Catholic child or a Muslim child because they're too young to make that choice. We should call them just a child, the child of a Muslim family or something. And I got to thinking when he said that, I was like, that's a Richard Dawkins quote. This dude is an atheist. He reads Richard <laughs> Dawkins. It was so funny, man. Um, but yeah, do you read Richard Dawkins? Did you ever go down that uh, down that path? No, I did not, but I am interested in reading such material. Mm. The only issue is money. Sure, I'm with you. Um, don't tell anybody, but when I, when I first started out with YouTube and stuff, I... I pirated, I illegally pirated a lot of stuff. Of course, I went back and paid for it later on because I kind of felt like um, it was important to go legit and pay the price and support these companies and things like that, you know, when I when I got a little bit bigger and all that stuff. But yeah, I, I did end up reading uh, The God Delusion. I downloaded it from, like, BitTorrent or something, and eventually I just bought a copy of the book. But it, it was a really interesting book. Um, but, yeah, uh, actually, in that book, in The God Delusion, Richard Dawkins uh, debunks a Jehovah's Witness publication. It, it's so crazy. He spends, like, two or three pages on it, and he debunks that specific publication because they misquote him. And he's like, they can't misquote me in this. I'm just going to hmm. debunk it. It was pretty interesting. 
But anyway, yeah, was there anything else that, or anything specifically you wanted to address or talk about? Um, I, I wanted to uh, talk about the uh, trans situation that I have about my new school. Oh, yeah? Oh, okay, I remember now. Yeah, go on. Yeah. So, um, I, I, I met, there's one other trans kid in my school. Oh, really? They are a supreme edgelord that thinks it's cool to be rude to people. Oh. So that's... Oh, great. Yeah. That sucks. I'm not, not getting much support out of them, but, um, shit, I told my minions to kill that civilian. Well, back to murdering this town. Sorry, I'm playing a game. No, it's fine. You're fine. Um, so, yeah, you were saying they're an edgelord. Yes, they are a supreme edgelord. That's a shame, man. So I, I don't get much trans help from them, but I have been able to judge the school's reaction right it like obviously you're going to have some people that are going to be rude sure to people like me but it seems like the majority of the people i've encountered so far haven't been like i guess rude to this person on the sole basis of that they're trans so they've treated them okay okay. up to this point okay Hmm. It, their biggest problem seems to be that they think it's cool to be rude to people so sure uh, that's really all i've seen anyone be i guess rude to them about well that's a shame man well at least you've had a chance to kind of gauge their reaction with it right i mean yeah that's a plus so I, I remember now i'm starting i mean it's starting to come back to me now you were um you just moved to a new school and your parents are pretty supportive of being trans. I never met my dad, but it actually okay. turns out that he is a cop in this town. Really? That's... Uh, what, are yeah, what are the chances? Well, I mean, we knew this coming into the town, but like, oh, okay. I, I haven't met him yet, and I hope I don't because he just seems like an asshole mm. towards people like me. Mm. Really? So, really? Yeah. That's a shame. It really is, but, I mean, honestly, he doesn't... I, I never really had any want to communicate with him, so sure. I guess it all works out in the end. Yeah, it all works yeah. out in the end. Well, that's really good to hear that, th- that, you know, that you've had a chance to kind of examine it uh, from the outside at the very least. Um, hopefully you get a chance to... Uh, I'm sorry, the echo's killing me. <laughs> hopefully you get a chance to... Say again. Say again. It might be the fact that I'm in a game. Oh, yeah, that that could very well be. But, yeah, uh, I am going to move on to another person. I appreciate you coming on and talking to me again, and hopefully things go easier for you, um, uh, you know, than they have historically. So I'll talk to you a little bit later on, okay? All right. All righty, bye. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, hopefully it does go smoother. And it's also a shame that the kid is an edgelord. I sometimes edgelords drive me nuts. I mean, they can be amusing sometimes, but they're almost always really, really annoying. <laughs> I don't know. It's my age. If I was like 15, I probably wouldn't hate edgelords so much. You know, when I was younger, I used to, uh, like, when I was done shopping, I would push a shopping cart behind a car and just leave it there just to be an edgelord 
So I, you know, I had my time of being an edgelord too, but I've totally moved past that point in my life. Now I, now you're just being a dick if you do that kind of thing. So we have some questions. Uh, there is one more person I wanted to get to, and I am going to get to aforementioned person. Um, but before I do, I wanted to, um, I wanted to get to a couple of questions now. Crate isn't going to be reading the questions as usual, apparently. Are you going to be reading the questions, Crate? Nope. Nope. Okay. I assume not. So I'll read the questions myself. Um, question one. If you could make any god or demon real, which one would it be? Any god or demon? Hmm. You know, I don't think I'd make any god or demon real. I don't think that they would serve any purpose. I don't think that they would be of any benefit to anybody. I think it would be better to just let the whole myth die and not bring any to life. <laughs> That's the way I see it. So the second question is, where does the name Telltale come from? From Potato and Wombat. That question is quite interesting. The answer is The Telltale Heart by Edgar Allan Poe. That's where the name comes from. Um, if it holds any meaning at all or any connection at all to that poem, I think it's a poem. Maybe it's a short story. Anyway, I guess it would be a story, not a poem. If it holds any connection to it, it would be the telltale heart is revealing secrets that people don't want revealed, revealing information people don't want revealed. And... In a broad sense, that's kind of what my channel does, too. Revealing information that Jehovah's Witnesses or Mormons or other cults like that don't want revealed. So that's where the name comes from. Now, the final person I wanted to speak to, with whom I wanted to speak, was Fitz Battle Axe. Are you there? Can you hear me? Testing? One, two, three. No? Can anybody hear him? No? Oh, Crate can't talk. Nobody can talk. I don't think anybody can hear you. No, I can, I can't hear you. I can see your name lighting up as though you're talking, but nobody can hear you, unfortunately. Nothing. All right, I'll tell you what. I'll mute you for a minute or two. Actually, I'll locally mute you so you can test uh, and see if people can hear you. I can't hear you for the moment. I'll come back to you in a second. Uh, meanwhile, I'm going to... mic was unplugged. Okay. I'm going to give it a minute and answer this question, and then I'll come back to him. So one of the questions is, which JW Broadcasting is the most interesting by Coke Boy? I don't know. They're all kind of interesting, although some of them have been like landmark episodes. For example, one of them, um, the, the governing body member, I think it was Stephen Lett, asked for money in a really embarrassing way like it, it was just terrible the episode in which he asked for money came out with his big master plan that you know that's another one they they came out with this master plan to rearrange kingdom halls and sell them off and all this other junk um so i don't know there were a couple of really big important episodes that had some really crazy stuff going down in them i would say that one where stephen lett was asking for money was one of the most important and 
shortly at like the very next episode there were people on there with like rolex watches i mean the governing body members had rolex watches and pinky rings and obviously not living you know in a humble way it's just so crazy to see the the hypocrisy okay i'm gonna give uh fitz battle axe a shot again are you can you hear me are you there Yes, I am. Awesome. Here. Okay, now I can hear you. So, how are things going? You're a uh, you're a supporter of mine, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. You so, make the good stuff. Yeah, I appreciate that. So, what uh, what brings you to this corner of YouTube? Are you religious, or were you ever? I was hardcore Baptist fundamentalist for like ten years. Okay, interesting. So, what <laughs> what kind of pulled you away from it? Uh, I had the big gay. You had the big gay. Okay. I've I never did. had the Still big do. gay before. That's interesting. <laughs> How is it having the big gay? Good. I mean, it got me out. That, that alone is, <laughs> that is good. in its favor. Worth it. That's awesome. Absolutely. So yeah. what, what was it like coming out and kind of realizing you're gay? Like coming out of religion and coming out of the closet. What was that like? For me, slow. Mm. I... I told myself I was a late bloomer, but when you're like 20, 21, that, that excuse kind of doesn't really work sure. anymore. And um, I think I was like looking at male fashion on Pinterest or something. And I'm like, you know, I enjoy looking at male faces way too much. Right. To straight. Oh, awesome. <laughs> and, and then so all of these feelings that I'd had previous that I just chalked up to being tempted by the devil or, or whatever suddenly all made sense. But I was still in the infrastructure mm -hmm. of the church and the way everything's done, which I can only imagine how hard it would have been for me to ever figure it out without that that push, because uh, it still took me years after that to even get out. I think it was like three more years after that before I finally left. So you still and believed it for that whole time and just felt like you were living in sin or? Yeah, kind of like that. Or I was trying to figure out if there was, if I misunderstood the Bible and there was a way oh, to okay. be Christian and gay, which I, I think there is now that I've looked into it a lot. But, mm. but like the way I tend to cope with things is to just kind of put it in its box and let it set. Sure. Which has its pros and cons. The... The good thing was I never had a big run-in. Like, I didn't have a big disaster at the church where it all came out. Oh, really? Okay, almost. that's a plus. So, what? Almost. like, you almost did, you said? Yeah, yeah. What I happened? Was, I was actually, I was dating someone while I was going to the church and still living with my parents. And it was a dude, I guess. Wasn't smart. Um, yeah, it was a guy. Okay. And um, we just kind of played it off. Oh, we're just friends. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> Risky. That uh, she she started spreading a rumor and mm. I got called into the pastor's office and he gave me some fun little little things. But I, I kind of lied my ass off and I said to myself after that, you know, I have to leave at some point. Man, that sucks. So who was it that spread the rumors? Um, It was just uh, a friend, it, you said? Yeah, someone okay. that had been in the same group because, like, we that version of fundamentalism is very heavy on homeschooling. Okay. So I was homeschooled from like kindergarten to 
I never actually went to a school. So wow. <laughs> the whole way through. And uh, she was in that network of things. Like we'll have, they'll have their little like weekly meeting sure. where you're taught stuff. There's a, there's a lot of indoctrination that goes on. It, it's like there's a whole nother layer of the church on top of it that disguises education. God, you, that's you crazy. As well. But like there's a worldview class where you get the special fundamentals version of what Marxism is, postmodernism, yeah. uh, you know, everything in their own terms. There was a worldview weekend that you were told to go to. And I went and I got to hear such wonderful people as Michelle Bachman and Ken Ham speak live. Uh, if you can imagine how Jesus, wonderful that Jesus, man. That's so nuts. In, they, they get you in, in deep, and I, I was in deep. I was fully sold on it. Well, mostly. There's there's a cynical part of me that that had uh, reservations all along, I suppose. But, yeah. But they're like, oh, you should, you should preach and be a pastor and blah, 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 blah. They... They do everything they can, especially if you are male. Mm. Um, Is that what you were reaching for? Was pastor? I I eventually said no to that to myself. Okay. I was thinking about it when I was a teenager, mm. but by the time I was eighteen, I was like that. I couldn't do that. I couldn't listen to people's problems. I'd say something wrong. Yeah, I hear <laughs> you. That's why I don't teach. Right. Um, but uh, you have more capital if you are a man in a fundamentalist church, they, right. they have very interesting explanations to get out of sexism. That's <laughs> fascinating, whole, man. Yeah, they don't, whole, uh, so have roles. let me, so correct me if I'm wrong here. I don't think that they let women become pastors or teachers at all in your version of, uh, you Baptist, are right? Correct. Okay. That's so crazy, man. That sounds like a crazy situation. So how long ago did all this go down? Like, how long ago did you realize it's BS and kind of move out? Yeah, so I was in the church from 2002 to 2014. Okay, wow. Long time. I I was kind of, the, by the end, I was kind of smart about it. I Just one day, I just never came back. Right. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't make a, a stink about anything. I just said to myself, this is the last time I'm going to step foot in this building, and I haven't been there since. Good. I mean, that's so and, good to hear. How did your parents take it? Pretty well or bad? My parents and my, my sibling <clears throat> all left the church before I did. Oh, nice. Okay. Wait a minute. Uh, did we talk before on this? Yes. Okay, I thought so. Did we I'm talk on the podcast? Before. Yeah. We did talk on the podcast. Okay. Why don't I remember that? That's bizarre. I, I could have sworn I, I was watching for your name to pop up. But anyway, wow, that's so interesting. Yeah, I remember that now. You were telling me about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because I had me mentioned that the church had hurt them in different ways. Yes. I, somehow I was the one that came out without any of that. But yes. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah. But it, it takes more time after that to get past it. And something that I've admitted to myself, even since the last time we talked, is there's a lot more emotionally and mentally to unpack right. from that experience because it has such a such an iron grip on so much of how you view the world. Yeah. Even when you say, I don't believe this anymore, it, it's not that simple. And there's there's a lot of time and 
and thought and letting go of things yep. that has to be done after the fact. And I'm yep. still doing that. Yeah, I totally know what you mean. Uh, so you said you left in 2014. I think I left in 20. Well, I stopped believing it in 2011. I actually left in 2007, I think. But yeah, I had to reassess everything, everything about what I believed. I mean, just reassess everything down to the bare basics of what I believed and who I was, my my worldview. So it it gets in you deep, really deep. I know that's true. Yeah, it colors everything. How yeah. you how you view your identity in yeah. in all of its facets, the way that you look at politics, religion, lifestyle, um, what you should do for work, all all of everything gets gets pulled into this little ball of what they say is the ideal person. Yep. The ideal way of doing things. And and it's not it's not worth half of what like they they say there's so much worth in all of these things inherently because they say there's worth in them inherently. Right. It's it's like a tautology. Religion is to me the biggest tautology. It's true because we say it's true. The Bible is true because we say because the Bible says it's true. You know, yep. all all of that kind of thinking. It's it's like um, deep speak. You know, yep. they, they try to they say things that sound deep, but yeah, yeah, uh, deepities. I think is what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that term yeah. came from uh, Daniel Dennett. I think he invented that. that that's really interesting. But man, I, I'm so glad to hear that you found your way out. That's a crazy story. Uh, but yeah. Appreciate you coming on and talking to me. It's been really interesting. And thank you for being a supporter and stay cool. Okay. You too, man. All right. Later. Later. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, Crazy story, man. I I am really glad to hear uh, when people find their, their way out of religion like that. But anyways, yeah, I think that that's the end of the podcast. I appreciate you guys coming and giving it a listen, and I will talk to you next week.